Good afternoon, Patriots, and today is July 18th, Tuesday. Man, can you believe how fast this month is going? Oh, that's the year 2023. I better tell you that because anymore, we don't even know if we're in a time warp or not. All you have to do is wake up one day, open up the headlines, and you're like, huh, all that happened in 24 hours. You know what it reminds me of? If you've ever had zucchini plants, I mean, literally, like you go out one day and you're watering when they're in the peak of season, like right now. And you go, oh, what a nice bunch of plants. And you water and you wake up the next morning, and there's like six three-foot zucchinis. They just come out of nowhere. And then you're like, uh, what are you going to do with six three-foot zucchinis? It's it's crazy. It looks like we've got a birthday today, too. It's look like our mod from Chris, Chris, our mod, is a happy birthday day today. So happy birthday there, Chris, buddy. That's awesome. Patriots, one thing we've got to be very clear of, I talked to Michael Yawn this morning, and he's going to come on the show here coming up pretty quick. He's over in the, in the Eastern Block right now. But what we were talking about is the use of food as a weapon system and what they're trying to do. And, of course, we know that they're not just making it difficult to buy food. They're destroying the economy, which makes it difficult to, to buy food. And this is why you've got to make sure and have an emergency supply of food. So, you just can't take it for granted because once it's gone, baby, it's gone. So the tensions, as we know, are just they're accelerating. The, the supply chain is super fragile right now. They're trying to spread all sorts of panic in, in the news about this, which is pushing people to buy more aggressively. And we also know that if this happens, you're going to see your grocery stores stripped bare within hours. So the Everybody needs to have emergency food supplies. And the other question you have to ask is, do you have enough? And I, I'm always of the one that there's never enough, right? So you need to have a good food supply, emergency supply plan, which means you need to have food that can last indefinitely on the shelf or nearly. And that's where Mike Patriot Supply comes in. They are truly the best company in America to do just that. They've got millions of satisfied customers. And all you have to do is go to preparewithbards.com. And you can get your one-week emergency food packets all the way up to three months of supplies for the family. Easy. You can buy one for each member of the family. They're awesome. And these new one-week supply comes in a pretty cool ammo can. You can feel like super soldier. It's what you can. So check it out. Head on over to preparewithbards.com. Preparewithbards.com. You're going to be super happy you did. Great company. Great product. Great thing to have for peace of mind. So again, preparewithbards.com to work with to get your Emergency food supplies from My Patriot Supply. Now, get this headline. I love this. Used car prices continue to slide as signs of normalcy start to reemerge. These are the sorts of headlines that just drive me nuts because it's a complete lie. It's not that the, no, there's normalcy. People are broke. You got to, I guess, normalcy would translate to. We have a growing transgender population. We have a massive homelessness spike. We have the highest level of, of short sales since 2008 on homes. Families are literally trying to keep themselves in-house and home without going on the streets. Increasing numbers of family are moving into trailer homes and RVs to find places to live. And they're calling this normalcy because used prices of cars continue to slide. People don't have the money. And this, this is what they're not saying. These are the sorts of distorted headlines that they use to try to tell you with confidence that everything's okay. Don't worry. We're, we're good. We're good. And it's complete garbage, and we know that. So we have that going on to try to convince you that everything's good. We have the continued 
discussion of the RFK Jr. comment about truth in the vaccines and the Ashkenazi Jews. <sighs> Unbelievable. But that's another one. Everyone should, you know, I'm going to say this, especially to everybody out here that worships Israel. You know how I feel about that. There, God did not make a world of one superior people and everybody else lesser. In the body of Christ, we are all equal. So I, I'm pointing that out. So when you start to get this idea of Israel worship, you're wrong. Sorry, you're wrong. And it's and we start to get in there because if it was supposed to be, we were supposed to worship Jews and it would be the book of Jews, not the book of Hebrews, just so I say it. And that's going to like, <laughs> that one will go right off the rails. There it went. The missile was launched. Here it comes. So we have to be honest about this. And this is why I get so, why I really got so riled up about the, well, it's not just riled up. I just, you could see what they were doing to RFK Jr. And just trying to box him in because he spoke truth. We can't even speak truth anymore. You can't speak about a transgender. You can't speak about anybody that's gay. You can't speak about anybody that's black. You can't speak about anybody that's Jewish. And unless you are Jewish, they're going to call it, you know, cultural appropriation. Unless you're black, it's cultural appropriation. Unless you're Native American, it's cultural appropriation. And then it gets worse because then they call you an anti-Semite, a homophobe, you know, you're, you're, a, you're a racist. This is how they destroy a culture. And they're using these weapons of war very effectively, and they've got them so embedded in a new generation that we can't even speak truth. I mean, heck, they're now claiming that the Bible has to be banned. There's no surprise on that one because it's violent. The Bible's violent. It has, it has scenes in there that are horrific, like stoning people. Uh-huh. Yeah, like stoning people. Like millstones for pedophiles. Yeah, I've said this, and it was like what I told you that God put on my heart last weekend, which was stunning. But think about this. The only time that Jesus laid out a crime and a punishment, a crime and a punishment, was with those that do harm to the little ones or commit them or cause them to commit sin. That's incredible. I mean, we literally have crime and punishment, and that would be millstone with a rope around your neck into the bottom of the sea. So see ya. Hope you can tread water like hard because that's a lot of weight, baby. And that's literally, that sort of reality is what they're afraid of. Because when we start to step into that place, it's going to be, it's going to shake the world and people wake up to exactly what's going on. And they are just spinning these lies. The, the COVID reality is, is unbuckling around them. They're admitting more and more or have admitted more and more about there's graphene oxide now in most of the shots. They've got, we know that the shots were not tested correctly. Then you've got this whole other issue of replacement strategy, child sex trafficking, all of that's going on. You have the way to cover it all, which is to collapse the economy and have a global world war, but they can't seem to get us to the global world war part, so why not just collapse the economy? which I think ultimately is part of what they're taking us away from is getting our eyes off of the issues of the economy and, of course, child sex trafficking and, of course, drugs and, of course, homelessness because they're not going to be able to affect the war. I think the war is part of their distraction while they get the systems in place to flip the economy, and it's coming. Fed now is supposed to roll out any day now, and that's just the groundwork for the new CBDC, which is forcing everybody into a digital currency and digital appliances to interact with that digital currency. That's the one step to the mark of the beast. 
Patriots, it's 11 minutes after the hour. It is time for us to do some spiritual warfare. Prayers up. Father God, we come to you today humbled and blessed. Thank you for these times that we have, and we truly come here with a humbled heart and our free will to sit before the throne and to really claim our focus and embrace our commission as we go forward here as one body in Christ under the banner of Christ, and that second flag would be Bard's nation. Father, pressing in our heart continues to be the issue of children. And unfortunately, as we see what happens all of the time, when those issues percolate up, we watch how quickly they dissipate. As we sit here today, Father, in prayer, we're reflecting very deeply on how one week ago we had the most pressing topic in our news and a daily discussion was the issue of children, the exploitation of children, the the horrors that children were going through in the trafficking side and the exploitation for sexual issues, whether it be pornography or whether it be ritual sacrifice or whether it just be horrific, deviant desires to have sex with children. And literally, less than a week later, it's hardly a peep in the news. We are back to talking about President Trump. We're back to talking about the, the elections. We're back to focusing on other issues around the world, and no one's put their eyes on the children. So, Father, we're just going to begin by praying for mercy for this nation, a nation that just gets caught in the throes of headlines and doesn't keep their focus on the singular issue. It is so important that we have to stay embedded into this commission if we've accepted it to go forward. And with that, Father, we know that the father of lies is working overtime to set ambushes and traps. And these are ambushes and traps of a deviant kind. They're the ones that they don't have to be mean. They, in fact, they do worse. They're attacking certain passions or desires or, or even validations and egos, ego pieces that sit within us. And it's not that and we will put ourselves before the throne to seek whatever forgiveness is needed and whatever repentance is needed. But more importantly, Father, we're just asking for this this massive blessing of discernment and clarity as we move forward. It's very easy for us to walk in that place where we think we are doing the right thing. And that's right out of Proverbs 14, 12. There is a way which seems right to a man and appears straight before him, but its end is the way of death. Father, we know that that's the deviant path. That's the path that gets thrown before us that we get drawn to and we aren't abiding in you. So, Father, we're praying for not only discernment today. We're praying for a massive abiding in you to release ourselves truly to you, to live and breathe in every breath and step to work through you and with you as we move forward. So, Father, thank you for all that you've given us, and thank you for the continued blessings, and we're completely humbled by this commission that was put before us. And we also know that there's an eagerness in the heart. This sort of commission is highly toxic in the sense that we are passionate about children. So we're also praying for temperance. We're praying for patience, for us to understand that we are in the process of building a network and building a map. And that takes time. It takes us studying. It takes, the, it takes the long-term commitment to 
learning, teaching, praying, being guided, and understanding that a problem like this is not going to be fixed overnight, but what you are building is something that will never be able to be disrupted again. And there is where we're completely humbled at the magnitude and the genius that only you can provide. This is something that you put on our heart, Father, not to raise money for right now, very clear, but to use the resources that we have around us. That would mean our minds to study and to learn techniques. That would mean our prayers to open our eyes to the things that we need to explore and pursue. It would mean using what limited resources we have to begin, even if the beginning is little more than praying in Scripture and to start to getting clarity. We have to align ourselves better with you. We have to take away some of these exposing points where you're susceptible to lures and traps that the devil can take. And we can begin with simple engagements, becoming aware in our community, helping one child, not the millions, But we know that one action, small action, is like a stone in a pond that creates ripples that changes the entire surface of the water. So, Father, we're praying that we can be those stones in the pond, the pebbles, not the rocks and the boulders, but the pebbles, the small little drops in the pond that create small wakes and ripples, all in the name of the kingdom and all of the power of the Holy Spirit. And as each of us steps into this commission and gets clear in our minds where we need to be, where we're called to have faith in you and trust in you that as this commission rolls out, everything will come together in a perfect plan. As you do, as you always do. This is the calling of the army. This is the standing of the people in Christ. This is the unity of the body of Christ that now starts to mobilize. But to do that, we have to have trust in you. So Father, we pray deeply for that deep trust to awaken within our hearts that patience that comes with that, and to realize that as long as we have our eyes on you and we're working through you and with you, abiding in your step, that you're guiding us where we need to be. And in doing so, avoiding the pitfalls and traps that will come, we're walking with discerning eyes, we're walking with the loving and forgiving heart, yet the mightiness of the sword of the Spirit, knowing that this commission is to get at the core of the darkest evil And as eager as we may be, each step is a critical step that you have us in to learn, to mature, to strengthen our armor, to be more clear in where we go, and in the process, raising up a mighty army that can be so resilient, so decentralized, and yet so powerful together that the enemy will never be able to take it down. So much is happening in these levels when we commit to that, Father, and equally, The father of lies is working overtime to call his minions. It's just through whispers, a phone call that gets you to go one way rather than the other, an offer to do this rather than that. All of these things are happening all at once with so many people. And in the process, he's trying to disrupt this beautiful commission that's sitting before us. So, Father, again, we pray for the blessing that you've given us of protection over the path that sits before us as we've accepted this commission And understand that this path is not a short path. This is not a sprint, but a marathon. And as we commit our hearts and our steps to each one of this, knowing that everything that we do in this direction is towards the end goal of rescuing, healing, and restoring the children. And with that, to understand in our hearts that as we work in abidance with you, greater things happen that we can't even see. But it's our abiding in you that allows this incredible miracle to happen on earth. So, Father, we thank you for this. We say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. 
super important, and I just bring this up because I've been I shared with you in the last few shows the lures that have happened in my own life, and I've had a lot of testimony to people feeling the same thing. And I'm getting testimony far outside of Bard's Nation of the same thing. So I just need you to be aware that the father of lies is working in overtime right now. Chaos is his game. And chaos, in the art of chaos, if we don't have a clear focus and, and a discerning, abiding approach within all of this, abiding within the father, it's easy to get wrapped into the chaos. And as we get wrapped into the chaos, we get pulled off path. So that takes me to the one of my favorite passages, which is, again, Proverbs 24, 6. For by wise guidance, you can wage your war. And in an abundance of wise counselors, there is victory and safety. That's the AMP version of Proverbs 24, 6. But most importantly of all, we have to be discerning and we have to be committed in our faith. Revelation 3.16, so because you are lukewarm and neither hot nor cold, I will vomit you out of my mouth, rejecting you with disgust. Be solid in the walk. Be committed. Listen to Father. Abide in him. Be firm in your walk. And do so with a proud sense that you're working for Father God himself doesn't get much better than that, Patriots. It really doesn't. Patriots, in the meantime, make sure you've got a defense plan at home. Patriots, right now, many Americans are feeling powerless. The economy isn't stable, crime continues to plague our communities, and those in charge don't seem to even care. There's something empowering about knowing that you have the skills to defend yourself, and that's why I endorse iTarget Pro. This revolutionary system allows you to dry fire practice with your actual firearm anytime in the safety and privacy of your home. No more inconvenient trips to the range and you still have a ton of practice ammo. Just download iTarget's proprietary app, load the laser bullet into your firearm and start your training experience. Improve muscle memory, increase reaction speed, sight alignment, trigger control, and more. iTarget Pro comes in all the major calibers, including 223, so that you can stay sharp with almost any firearm. Save 10% plus get free shipping with the offer code BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, when you go to iTargetPro.com right now. Again, 10% using your promo code BARDS, plus free shipping when you go to itargetpro.com. Don't rely on the government to make you feel safe. Empower yourself with iTargetPro. That's the letter I, targetpro.com, itargetpro.com. Offer code is BARDS. Well, Patriots, there is a really good article today in the Gateway Pundit, and it has it's titled, Latest Twitter Files Drop, Who Are the People Claiming RFK Jr. Is Disinformation?, and this is uh, the nice thing about this. There's a lot of changes on Twitter that don't allow you to view what you used to be able to view for whatever reason. And we probably have a pretty good idea that, you know, censorship is still censorship, however that comes out. But what's important about this is they've got on the article, they have all the Twitter posts there that you can follow and see the research. And it leads you to obviously, once again, a foreign agent that's coming from England that is trying to disrupt the, the whole idea of free speech in America. We are a colony, and we always have been in terms of the British perspective, and they've never completely let us go. In fact, not at all. And so it's important that we continue to find the truth and seek it. 
Now, kind of back to where we started today, which is all geared towards the idea of Operation Vineyard. And I'm, I'm just kind of reinforcing this because there's been some very good discussion, some amazing passion of people. And I need to reinforce a couple of things. The structures of how we're going to organize this legally are still being explored. I don't have all the answers yet. Okay, I just want to be clear about this. I will. The one thing I have promised you is as we develop the answers, everything will be transparent. There will not be anything hidden. I'm not worried about it. We're not doing anything illegal. And that's why I'm more importantly to keep it out in the public space. So it will be there. There is a individual that will be on tomorrow night, which I think that you will find of great interest. His name is Jaron Jackson. And Jaron Jackson will be the guest tomorrow night. Jaron is a common law expert, and he is a West Point graduate, uh, has and served in two deployments in, in uh, Afghanistan. I'm very excited about working with him. And on top of that, he is going to be, we're going to be organizing with him a, a uh, instructional program that will be available. It'll be a donation event, so whatever you can afford, um, to come and he will teach the course, he has a course, but he's going to give some inner, an additional part of his own expertise to this that will become available. And then what I've asked him to do, and we'll coordinate this over the next 30 days, is he'll break his classes out to where he'll offer state-by-state state classes. So we might group, depending on how many people we have per state, we'll either do by state or we'll do by clusters of states because we could break it down into FEMA regions which would be good because that will give you regional understanding. But he'll go into the state constitutions and talk to you about the common law in every state. So it, it should be really solid. I think you'll be um, – it, it should be really good. And then there's another individual that will be coming on the show and is now out, and he is also from the military and also a common law person. I'm, not, I'm still setting that interview up, but another one. So we're going to have a number of resources available to everybody, which I think um, will be really of interest. One last piece here, it's really important, and I'm going to have to repeat it in every show so everybody gets it. I'm going to be shifting the Friday Bended Knee program back to 10 a.m., okay, to 10 a.m. And the reason is, is that I have a, uh, I've been asked to come on Mike Adams' new show called Decentralized TV, and I, that only time we can get the recording spot is 1.45 p.m. on Friday. So Friday's Bended Knee, which is our prayer Friday, will be 10 a.m. Pacific. And please mark that on your calendar. And I realize I could disrupt some schedules, and I apologize, but we're not going to not do our, our prayer Friday. And that's also, by the way, the big Friday. Duncan's moving to his new house this week, which is fantastic. So please keep your prayers up for him. And so we continue. It's good stuff. The, the project Operation Vineyard is huge. And I'm, I'm just was on the phone before this on talking to some folks about training, get, getting journalists training for this whole thing so we can do investigative research. It will become available. I just want you to hear these things because I know that it's you're not seeing a lot necessarily, but this is only in our third week since the commission. And with that, if, if that even... And with that, there's a lot of issues happening behind the scenes to get momentum going. And we're in the process of building three new websites right now. Um, Bards FM is going to become Bards Nation. And it'll still be Bards FM podcast, but the website will become Bards Nation. We're going to a, um, 
a, a Bard's Fest dedicated website, and then we're building in, it'll come out in September, will be Operation Vineyard, which, by the way, you also have a really cool logo for it as well. So all of these things are happening. So anyway, keep it, keep your prayers up for it. We're going to need a lot of prayers to keep this project going and a lot of discernment as each of us move forward. All right, Patriots, I'll see you tonight for Bards FM. So keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God always wins. But we are here in this time, in this place, for just such a time as this. We are at war. So walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Subdue the enemy. Mission forward. Patriots, I'll see you tonight for Bards FM. Until then or until the next time, God bless and out for now. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable, that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made, therefore they can be solved by man, and man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable, and we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs, and hardships, as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer, to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who moved forward and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other things, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion, which we bring to this endeavor, will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country.
that has waited thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples. It has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. We push. We climb. We never give in. We become the nightmare that evil didn't know exist. We pray. We stand. We live by the words, in God we trust. We fear nothing. We are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath. <laughs>